Three, two, one. Welcome! Hey guys, uh, we're back. Welcome to the second Abcast podcast. Now with Jingle. Abcast. The Abcast. Okay, we think that was enough time to play the jingle. We're not really sure because we haven't actually heard the jingle yet. But we think it's going to fit in that little spot. Uh, uh, what'd you guys think? You liked it? Yeah. I we, thought it was great. Yeah, we loved it. We loved it. Couldn't, couldn't have been better. And speaking of, I'm Chris. And I'm Kate. And uh, in case you don't know, we write a blog called A Brief History of Eastern Standard Time. Or Abhest. And this is our Abcast. Uh, last month, we talked about a lot of really interesting things, uh, but you should just listen to that instead. Yeah, don't listen to us talk about listening to it. You should just go listen to it. You should actually pause the podcast right now, go back into iTunes, and find last month's podcast. We'll still be here when you get back. <laughs> and we also launched uh, the app. Oh, I said um. I'm trying not to say um, Chris. Am Kate, I doing better? Kate, we're going to have to stop. We're going to have to throw all of this out. I'm going to leave and come back later, and we'll do this again. Well, if you do go back in time and go back to the first podcast in the iTunes store, do not judge us for umming and lip smacking as much as we do in that first one. I'm working on it. But anyway, we also launched uh, Abcast Shorts, which is smaller, sort of bite-sized podcast. Um, in in between you're these umming, large, I'm, oh, still. I'm trying. <laughs> so we also launched these Abcast Shorts, which are smaller, bite-sized podcasts. In between the other podcasts, actually, really, I just got tickets to see Orlando Bloom and Romeo and Juliet and was so bored during every scene with Orlando Bloom that I wrote a two and a half minute podcast on my playbill. With a pen. With a pen. With Chris a pen. never writes with a pen. We weren't going to talk never. about this yet, but big news in my life, guys. I'm writing with a pen again. I mean, I'm also still typing mostly, but sometimes I write with a pen. I actually consciously carry a pen with me most it's days. Crazy. I didn't even know what Chris's handwriting looked like, and then he showed me this playbill that he had scribbled all over. And yeah, it's like serial killer meets yeah. fifth grader cursive. Exactly, exactly. I guess I could have predicted that, but I didn't. So, what else did we do uh, on the blog this month? We we I wrapped up. Uh, by the time you listen to this, at least I will have wrapped up my review of what I thought would be the only season of Under the Dome. Mm -hmm. I was lied to. <laughs> it's been renewed. They build it as a miniseries. Chris, will you tell us a little bit about Under the Dome? Like, give us the, like, quick and dirty recap of this show, because I have actually never seen it. And I'm going to be honest, I skim all of your posts about it, because I think it's the most crazy oh, concept I've ever yeah. heard. Well, let me put it to you this way. Those of you who are unfortunate enough to have ever seen the show will immediately understand that Chester's Mill is a town like any other. Or we used to be before a dome fell out of the sky and sliced a cow in two. And the cow doesn't even really have a lot of blood or organs. The cow is kind of like red velvet cake inside. And now that the dome has fallen, who knows what will happen next? Because you could literally make anything up on this show. So is the cow main character? Because the cow, the cow gif, if you haven't seen it on the blog, features prominently in every post of Chris's. And that's kind of what stops me from reading the rest of it, is because it really does look like someone really like karate chopped a cow-shaped piece of red velvet cake. I think it's, it's good. terrifying. I think that, that gif is there to be like, abandon all hope, ye yeah. who read past oh, here. It's the worst. 
so in the, in the course of the season, the seemingly maybe explainable dome now seems to be, spoiler alert, caused by aliens. Aliens huh. who might be trying to save the town of Chester's Mill from something. Also, the dome has another smaller dome inside of it. Dome in a dome. The dome within the dome. The mini dome, as they I unironically see. refer to it. Uh, and the mini dome, oh uh, wait, there's more, has an egg in it. Black egg. Which I've huh. since been uh, informed also looks a lot like a butt plug. This seems... <laughs> This seems like some sort of, like, embryonic metaphor. Is there another dome outside of the dome we know of? Or is that just planet Earth? I don't understand. I I think you're (laughs) onto something there, Kate. I think you're unpacking the meta meaning of this show. I see. Maybe I'll have to get into it. Maybe I'll have to move this podcast along to the artist and to which I'm talking about under the dome. Please don't get into it. We should stop right now. The real question, dear little listeners, is... Little listeners. Thank you. Uh, what should I review next? We have a whole fall television season ahead of us, and and I'm hopeless. He's 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 footloose and fancy free, and he needs to know what bad TV to review. The keywords are: it has to be bad, it has to be new. It's best if it's the first season of something because you already did Revolution, and I know I that you don't want to go back, back to, that. to Revolution. The power's on. It's probably a dome now. I, I just could move <laughs> to something else. Yeah. So I there. Fortunately or unfortunately, there are a lot of great options for the fall, it seems like. Yeah. We've been I, seeing a lot about the Goldbergs on the subway, which, <laughs> as it looks like... In fact, I'm pretty sure that's all there is on the subway right. now. It's just Goldbergs. It's some sort of, from what I can tell from the ads, it's some sort of, like, 1980s-based, um, like, ongoing, continuous... What is that dance they do at weddings? It's like a... Uh, Nightmare? The train? The train? Oh, the train. It's like a thing where everyone holds on to each other's hips and they I, walk I, around and they look like idiots. That's what it looks like. That's what the ads are. Oh, yeah, that is what the ads are. Right? I was just thinking it's a hellish nightmare. Right. It looks terrible. Terrible, um, terrible, terrible. The problem is a sitcom, a bad sitcom isn't isn't fun to review. It just saps mm. me of my life. Sure. What um, about um, the the Millers? I hear about that. I don't know anything about it. I think that's also about, in fact... We will our nets on that. I know, and it'll make me sad. Yeah, because he's so good, but the show looks so bad. It's true. Okay, not that one. What about Sleepy Hollow? Well, I was excited about Sleepy Hollow because I read on Wikipedia that it was set in the year 2040. Okay. But it turns out that was a typo, and it's really set in the year 2014. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a Go lesson. Wikipedia. I guess we skip ahead to what did I learn this month. We can just wrap it up now. <laughs> I learned that I shouldn't trust Wikipedia for the years that shows are set in, and I shouldn't trust Google for what night is the Powerball drawn. Right! Chris, oh, I forgot about how mad I was at you for nixing us out of being bajillionaires. We, Kate was about to walk in and change her life forever at the I was going to go buy the winning Powerball at, um... At, what is that place called? It's not it's Dubai, like, is it's... I, oh, I think it's called Alaska. Alaska, Alaska Food Corp. I was going to go into Alaska Food Corp, my favorite bodega <laughs> up here, and get a, a Powerball. And Chris said, wait, wait. And he Googled it on his phone. And he said, you know what? They draw it on Tuesdays and Fridays, or I don't even know. It doesn't matter. The point is, he told me, you have another day. And I thought, oh, well, even though this is really convenient right now, what if I just didn't do it anyway? And then I found out the next day someone won. A single person won in North Carolina with a Who single took ticket. took all your money. They took all of my, what, it was like $400 million. Yeah. They took it. 
They stole it. Oh, gosh. Forgot how mad it was. So, uh, like we were saying, if you have a recommendation of a show for us to watch or a night that we should buy our Powerball tickets, <laughs> uh, you can email them to me at chris at abhest.com. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely, you definitely need a good, a good bad show. What did anyway. you do this month, Kate? <laughs> well, as you, I, you know, I have to, I have to, uh, I, I'm, you know, working to admit my failures and I, I pledged, well, I, I first, I admitted that I had never read any of the Harry Potter books, really. Actually, I mean, actually, I'd never read any of them. And I've only seen a few of the films. I really don't know what happens. And this had become a sort of, like, hilarious joke amongst my friends. And also sort we of We were really judging you. It's yeah. not hilarious. We were really just judging Everyone you. Everyone was really judging me. And they think that I was doing nothing of worth between the ages of 12 and 20. When, I have, 20. when I have dreams that are set in the Harry Potter universe, Kate doesn't understand any understand. of the references that I'm making. I only know, like, I know, like, the main peeps, you know? That's it. But, like, I don't know any of the lingo. I don't know what their fancy fraternity they're called. I don't know what any of that stop, nonsense. Stop. Stop. So, anyway, I, I bravely came out and, and I pledged. I said, listen, you know, Kate, age 25... Oh, it just really made me feel that I'm 25. I will read all these books and I will blog about it and blog about my um, impressions of reading the books now as a much older person. And, you know, I did the first one. I was really enthusiastic about it. I did it in two parts. Then, nothing. Months passed. <laughs> Months passed. I tried to read the second book, but you guys, newsflash, you don't remember because you were 13 when you read it, but it is boring. It is really boring. And then I would tell everyone who was so enthusiastic about me doing this, and everyone would be like, oh yeah, the second book kind of sucks. Kate, the second book kind of sucked. Everyone would tell me this after I had spent hours, maybe not hours, minutes trying to read the second book on my, and also it's not fair because I'm reading it like on my iPhone, so it's kind of, really not giving a fair chance. But, so anyway, the point is, I recently, I jumped back on the horse the bear, back on the Harry Potter horse. You and, jumped back on the hippogriff. <laughs> sure. I don't know what that is. I, I finished the second book. I didn't actually finish the second book. Don't I lie. skimmed it. I Wikipedia'd it. And then I, I read the end. And that was approved. That was a thing that was approved by, uh, I think, a person who knows a lot about this. And now I'm, now I'm working. I'm back on track and I'm working on the third book. I haven't started it yet at all. But I'm getting on a, on a bus in a couple hours. And I will read it then, maybe. If you feel like it. If it sounds good. But you actually got a really great suggestion from one of our loyal readers. I did. I did. Yes. Yeah, someone someone emailed us and said, Kate, you're doing it wrong. The only way to read Harry Potter as an adult is to listen to the UK versions of the audiobooks as recorded by Stephen Fry. And then she, she adds, okay, his Hermione voice is a bit harsh, but otherwise he is hilarious. So I've been trying to track that down. So um, Jeannie, our lovely listener who sent this to us, you should, uh, well, I guess I should reply and ask you where I can find those because I've done some serious hunting on the NYPL website and it, I can't find it. Alternately, if you still don't feel like replying to Jeannie who sent you that lovely email weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, hi, Jeannie. I hope you're listening still Thanks. and haven't given up on us. Uh <laughs> Stephen Fry, if you're out there and want to just yeah. come on the podcast and read the books to Kate. Or just, like, come to my house and, like, you could, I have a large bed and you could just lay on one side and I'll lay on the other and you could just, you know. I, no, you can come to my house. I'll make toddies. Um, my roommate's sister will no longer be living on our futon by the time you get here, so. <laughs> there you go. Plenty of space. Doesn't that sound appealing, Stephen Fry? 
Well, that was the thing about Harry Potter. What else were we going to talk about? Something about Snapchat. Do you guys like Snapchat? Yeah, we like we've, been, Snapchat. we've been talking about it a lot. We're pretty obsessed with it. Uh, I think we're going to start a uh, sort of Snapchat Saturdays. For or or Sundays. Or th- Thursdays, if we just kind of go, we just forget all that alliteration Snap days. business. Snap days with Reed Abhest. That's kind of a good one. Snap days. Snap days with Reed Abhest. We'll make a jingle for it. As you can tell, we just came up with this right now. Um, we'd love to start Snapchatting you guys because it's our favorite Kate medium. Kate claims this is an idea we had months ago. Months. And like, she just admitted that it's May. a complete lie. No. It, it's a, it's an idea had we had in idea. May. You were drunk. Sure. Well, okay. Well, so we're probably going to do some more posting about um, Snapchat in the future because I, I have I've been yeah. getting a lot of and, and we want you to start ones. Snapchatting us. We've got a Snapchat account set up at uh, Read Abhest. Keep it easy. So keep snap easy. us at Read Abhest, yeah. and who knows, maybe we'll snap you back. Yeah, keep it G rated or don't. <laughs> <laughs> or don't. Anyway, what else is going on? Moving on to actual real news that's not involving our lives, but m- involving many other, well, sort of well, per- I peripherally mean, involving our, our lives. lives and like 7.98 million <laughs> other lives. Uh, the mayoral election happened. And, well, not the election, the primary. Well, whatever. The only one that matters that's happened. That's true. That's true. Uh, and hey, hey, terrible they- news. Carlos Danger did not win. Yeah. We were really, I don't know what happened. We were we were all behind Carlos Danger. I almost just called him Carlos Wiener. <laughs> we were all behind Carlos Wiener, and we don't know what happened, because we were, I, we were big supporters of him. We used that gif in, like, nine out of ten posts on the blog of him poking out of his own underwear. I thought that was a shoe-in. I know. GIF. I didn't realize that people weren't actually paying attention to our blog for... Cutting edge, like, you know. Informative news? Exactly. I don't get why. I don't know. Maybe it's the cow gif. They can't get past <laughs> the cow gif. That turns them off. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I will say the thing about Carlos Danger that has me really happy in the end is he went out in the only true Carlos Danger fashion out there. Did you hear about this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, this is a real story. On election night, when he was being crushed, um, he fled his own, like, the, press conference because Sydney Leathers... That's really her name. Her real name. Actually, I don't know if that's her real I name. Well, it's her nom de gore. It's uh, her, like, new porn name. I think she shot, yeah. a, I think she shot a porn. Oh. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm going to okay. Google that. Uh, <laughs> he was fleeing her because she was, like, chasing him afterwards. Like, through a McDonald's. Yes, so yeah. the final footage yeah. we have... That's sad. Of, of Anthony Weiner's Danger's political career is him fleeing through the back of a McDonald's on a vine from <laughs> right. Sydney Leathers. It is maybe the most perfect right. marriage of all the things he loved. I know. Ugh. That's, I mean, that's sad. That's sad. I hope that Anthony Weiner kind of goes away. Like for He wants to be on TV. Ever. Well, that's yeah. It. That's oh, what he's he going to get a job as a... <clears throat> Work for Spitzer. It will until Spitzer lost in the mayoral election. Well, the controller election that happened at the same time, in case you noticed there were more holes to punch than you expected in that voting booth. (laughs) Yeah, there there wasn't just one. Whoa. 
I know, case, I freaked out. In that case, though, it wasn't even the holes to punch. It was like weird levers and things the to boxes to tick. The 1960s levers to tick. Yeah. And then the giant handle you had to pull in multiple directions to properly register your vote. Right. I was terrified because there were so many ways you could screw yeah. up voting in this machine. And it was so confusing. So they brought, if, in case in case you didn't vote and you're a terrible person, or maybe you don't live in New York... Um, in which case you're a terrible person. <laughs> they there was some sort of problem with the the you know the new voting system, so they pulled out the old machines from I think like the 60s. I asked my my father when the last time he he voted on one of those lever machines, and he said he only voted on it once. Uh, to start, you have to pull the lever, this giant lever from right to left, and or left to right, I don't remember. And then you tick all the little boxes that you want the people you want to vote for. Kate, and then you, you pushed it left to right? You voted for <laughs> oh, Joe Loda. Shit! <laughs> and then once you've like finalized your choices, then you like sort of finalize it, and you push the lever the other way, and it clears the thing. But I have to admit, I was kind of, I think I was kind of being an asshole about it. And I was like, whatever, I can figure, I, I can figure this like 1960s technology out. And I went in there, and I was generally stumped. And then I was having this like panic, and I started sweating because I was like... They're going to think that I'm, like, this girl, and, like, I'm taking up too much time, and it was really crowded, and there were, like, a bajillion people at the voting place, and I was like, oh, it was, I was really stressed. It was really stressful voting experience. While we're truth-telling, I nearly flipped a switch that would have invalidated everybody I voted for, because I was confused about how to not vote in the races I didn't know anything about. Right. And there was a big switch that said, like, flip this one for no opinion. But but then I realized right before flipping it, it meant flip this switch if you just wanted to come waste your time <laughs> voting, but not voting that? for anyone at all. Why would they have that option? That's silly. <laughs> anyway, uh, all this to say, I could have just stepped, like, you know, pulled the little curtain back and said, hey, I... Hey, I don't know how to work this because it's it was made by aliens in 1950, but I didn't. I roughed it out and I was a little sweaty when I left because I was very stressed about it. And I really wanted to get that vote in. Bill De Blasio, everyone. Our new mayor. Maybe, hopefully, in case something Obviously. crazy. Obviously. Oh, in case kitten killing gets really popular. <laughs> yeah. Joe Lota does every. I have such a hard time saying that man's name. Joe Lota. <laughs> I wouldn't say Lota. Like it's as if it's L apostrophe H O T A. Lota. I hope he doesn't win because his name's hard to say. That would be really awkward. Among other things, I don't reasons why I wish he wouldn't let, win. Um, we're really excited about uh, Bill De Blasio, even though the reality of the situation in New York is much like. What was that? I don't know. That was the sound of our hopes being sliced off yeah. by reality. Hey, little listeners, I don't know if you heard that weird thing. It kind of some sort of Mac noise that just happened that sounded kind of like someone slicing a piece of. I don't know what. Hopes and dreams. Hopes and dreams. They sliced them. Yep. Well, that, well that, that's an appropriate place to end our discussion of politics. Yeah. The point is, it sounds great. Just like 2008, it sounds great. It's probably not. But this time, we're older and wiser because we already had our hopes and dreams crushed. So how bad yeah. could it really be? By now, we're skeptical assholes, so... Uh, there was some really interesting stuff with the mayoral election uh, around looking back on Bloomberg. All these Bloomberg retrospectives this, Bloomberg retrospectives that... Uh, the best one, I think, was this thing Kate sent to me by a writer for New York Magazine whose name is like. It's a very interesting looking Schweier name. Sitcha. I doubt that's Schweier it. Schweier Sitcha. We're, we're terrible people. We should figure that I, out. I, should I would say we look it up. I would my on, attempts to pronounce yeah. this. I'm blanking on what the title of it was. I don't remember the title. <laughs> what I remember is the subtitle, which was If New York is so great, and it is, 
why does it kind of suck? Yeah, it was pretty great. It was basically like railing against how many, how everything is an, there's an ATM on every corner and um, everything costs a million dollars, basically. We're making it sound pretty, pretty shallow, but it was really actually... It was one great. of the smartest pieces of New York commentary I've I've read in it was a long great. time. It was one of the best things I've written in forever, and I I got off of the... your choir said you wrote it. No, I, oh, I thought I said red. Written. I tried to say red. Uh, but normally around this time we talk about things we did or things we didn't do, things that are exciting in the city. You might be able to go do too. Um, and we did do some really exciting things. Yeah. Pretty recently. Last night we saw Mr. Burns, a play at Playwrights Horizons, and it was really it was great. Honest to God, the best play I've seen in my memory. I can't think of the last play I saw that like stunned me like that. I feel like it's definitely been a while. It's I can think time. of the last thing, but it's been many moons. Many it's moons. It's been many, many moons. It was so, so good, and everyone. And also, this was one of those things that prior to seeing it, you know, everyone was couldn't shut up about it on social media, and so that sort of thing usually hypes it up. And then I usually go see it, and I think, oh well. Well, what well. was that? All and this. Right truly exceeded all of those expectations. It was really, um, really amazing and and very surprising. And yeah. yeah, I would tell you to go see it too, but they told us at Apparently. the end that it's completely sold out. So, so sorry, you're Oops. not as cool as us. Um, next time you should divine what we're going to talk about in yeah, advance and exactly. then go do it. Maybe we'll start Snapchatting about that. So why don't you find us on Snapchat? Yep. But I also saw another really good play tonight that you might still be able to get tickets to, uh, depending on when I finish editing this and posting it, uh, called Arguendo at the Public. Uh, and all I really have to say is full frontal nudity, Supreme Court transcript, uh, dancing justices of the court. Yeah. What more do you need? Right. And it's the same theater company, um, Elevator Repair Service, that did that sort of crazy long um, reading of The Great Gatsby. Gats! Except for this play, as I understand it from Chris, is the appropriate theater length of 90 minutes. 80 minutes. 80 minutes. Which oh, accounts genius. for starting 10 minutes late, genius. so it becomes 90 minutes. So it is genius. the perfect length for theater. Which is not to say Gats felt too long, but... No, and I was about to say, not to say that Mr. Burns felt too long. Mr. Burns was a three-act play, and I... It was great. I loved it. It didn't I, feel too long. It didn't feel too but long that's because it was good. I've seen too many too long too bad place. Well, that's for sure. Uh, for example, see our last abcast. Oh, yeah. I had forgotten about that because I blocked it out of my memory because it's not worth including in my in brain. Your, your brain. Ever. You know, speaking anymore. of, you're getting really forgetful. I know. I don't know what's happening. Uh, Mr. Burns, I had to repeatedly remind Kate she should show up to it. <laughs> That's not true, but Chris did kept, he, he had to keep reminding me that it was this under 30 night thing, so I had to show up and show my ID or I don't know, all this nonsense. And then she forgot that there was a party. And a also, party. it was just, it was, you know, I love un people under 30 as much as the rest of them. But so you was, don't love them very much. <laughs> but it was a lot of people talking really loudly. I, like, People talking at a loud volume about things I didn't care about very yeah. close to me yeah. before the show, so I was having a little bit of a. Like, it was a little overwhelming. It was overwhelming. The then they gave us all beer and cider, and suddenly I was whelmed. It was better. It was better. And schnippers. Yeah, Ooh, delish. Good, oh, good party. Man. Let's stop talking about this party because we're making everyone feel bad. I'm hungry. Anyway, I'm very forgetful lately, and I don't know why that is. Friends have recently told me that they have to tell me things five to six times. So, I don't know. I guess I need to stop licking all that aluminum foil. 
start wearing it on your head. <laughs> exactly. That's a good idea. I think that's yeah. a great idea. Maybe next time we record this podcast, I'll... Uh... Yeah, I was going to say, what did you learn? And that's what you learned. That's what so I learned, I think. I don't know if I learned anything month. else exciting. Now that's a... If I know, did, I forgot. So, who knows? Well, I remember some things that I learned. Um, I learned that there are actually a lot of other really fantastic podcasts. I have no time in my life to be sitting around listening to podcasts, but I now have to commute at that awful part of the morning where you're just a human sandwich inside a train. Like, you're just, you're the meat between two human bread pieces. Okay, I get it now. (laughs) I was actually imagining, like, you know those commercials, those Fruit of the Loom commercials where they're dressed up as, like, fruit? Oh, yeah. I was actually imagining you in, like, a tuna salad sandwich costume, and it's just, like, your legs sticking out in your arms and head in the morning and looking, like, really angry. That's, I put that on and I listen to podcasts. What can I say? There are so many good ones, though. Beyond, I mean, obviously, we're not going to be like, hey, have you guys heard of This American Life? Like, we all love that. But they're Hey, all... have you heard of this thing called This American Life? Oh, my Life? God. Do you know about Radiolab? Like, there, what? <laughs> there are so many great ones, but we're not talking... I mean, those are obviously great, and they're like, you know... Uh, but there are some other great ones that we've been listening to. I'm a huge fan right now of Welcome to Night Vale. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about how funny it was that we were just talking about judging people about not knowing about things, and we're and both really into it right now, and it's also like a year after the fact, so. I know, right? You, you, and you're it's okay, probably, you can judge us. You can judge us. It's all right. Judge us that you've been listening to it for so much you're so longer. so much cooler. Also, have you heard of this thing that's been around for a couple years called Professor Blastoff? Because I only just heard of that, and it is so funny. What is what is that? I haven't heard of it at all. Or, I mean, um, I've heard of it. I haven't heard it. It is three comedians, Tignataro, uh, somebody named Dave, somebody named somebody else, and Aaron. Uh, Aaron's their, their just sciencey the person. Just the I'm gist. just giving you the gist here. This is our new segment, Just the Gist. Just the gist. Tignataro's there, and I really love Tignataro. In fact, so much so I had a dream about buying a talking Tignataro action figure uh, at Best Buy. Where else would you buy that? And in that podcast... They, they're comedians, so they make jokes, they're very funny, they talk, it's funny and laugh, um, but they talk about science stuff as well, and depending on the episode, depends on how scientific it is, but some of the topics are awesome, and there was this one recently about habits, and how we form habits, and what habits do to us, and, and how changing a habit or adopting a new habit sometimes causes a cascade effect on your life that I wish I had. Hmm. And so I projected a lot of uh, love and hope and dreams into this podcast. And it's paying off, I would say. That sounds my, great. My habit of listening to that podcast has certainly made me think I'm improving my life. There you go. You should yeah. write them about that. Maybe they'll talk about it. I tweeted at them about my right. dream about Tig. and That's kind of creepy and weird, so good luck. Oh, great. Also, <laughs> their episodes are like an hour to two hours long. Gosh! Can you imagine if we talked for an hour to two hours? I was about to say, so I feel like that gives us permission to right? keep going. We're at our first of Maybe? four intermissions, listeners. Yeah. Stay tuned for when we come back from this sponsor break. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, that's what we learned about. I Podcasts, um, Kate, Kate forgets things. Yeah. I eat too I'm much arugula. I'm sure I learned some good stuff, but gone now who knows who knows maybe it'll come back next month we won't have learned much more probably not because we're humans and you know but if you are not that great no really we're not that great (laughs) i feel like we've talked over each other quite a lot here um maybe next month we'll learn how not to (sighs) it's always a learning process that's why we podcast yep yep and if you want to learn more about us 
you should find us online at a brief history of Eastern Standard Time dot com or abhest.com. It's the same thing. They go to the same place. So yeah, check us out there. I'll I'll be posting more about Harry Potter, probably maybe. I'm hoping to have a new TV show to hate watching. And maybe some Snapchat goodness. We'll see. Snapchats. Yeah. And as always. It has been a pleasure, Lil listeners. (laughs) Join us again next time on The Abcast. Kate keeps wanting to try to say things at the same time I am. We can do this together, right? We're just smiling. What are we going to say together? The Abcast. The. (laughs) (laughs) On three, Kate. (laughs) The The Abcast Abcast. Oh my god, that's good. You can stop recording now.